Hello and welcome to the Castcast. I'm Ilsa. I'm Ella. And I'm Jess. Hey, this is Ilsa. I'm just popping in to say that I had a little bit of an audio issue while recording. Um, So we're relying on backup recording for my stuff. Um, That's why the quality is a little bit bad. I'm really sorry if it bothers you. Um, It's just this episode. So just bear with us and and thanks. Okay, um, I'm going to let you have the rest of the theme music now. That was the first one we didn't fuck up in a while. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty uh, exemplary in that sense. Um, we did a good job. Um, before we head straight into this episode, though, we have to take care of um, some mailbag business because some of your, some of you guys send up, send us stuff sometimes, which is it's exciting to us. We enjoy this. A uh, reminder that if you want to send us um, anything at all, you can email us at ca- at the castpost, sorry, dot com. No, what am I saying? <laughs> email us at the castpost at gmail.com. Um, and um, you can send us an ask on Tumblr, where we are at the castcast, or you can DM us on Twitter, where we are also at the castcast. Um, today, we're gonna be talking about we're gonna we're gonna be answering some questions. Our friend Forever, um, you don't know shit about cats, sent us a follow-up on listeners reminder, this is the friend who didn't invite us to their wedding. So I mean But we forgive and we move, we move forward. forward. But they say so sorry for no wedding invites. I am returning all your kisses and an extra one for cats. And then they have a bouquet <laughs> emoji, a rainbow emoji, and a sparkle emoji. I just feel like you understand us. Anyway, um, <laughs> they say, I just followed Ella because of the Tumblr plug, but I am enjoying hearing all your opinions, <laughs> all is capitalized, and was wondering what your individual Tumblrs are. I'm sure I could do more to find this info, but honestly can't be asked. And maybe you want to plug them on the pod. I'll be all good if you don't want to. Your AMV talk got me wondering what songs you associate with Castiel and what songs you associate with Cass and Dean. Um, and in case I forget to message you before you reach that recording, please, for the season five summary, answer the same question I asked for the season four summary. But, you know, about season five Cass. Gonna be very real with you. Gonna be real with you. You don't know shit about Cass. I don't remember your question. It's been so long. We'll find it. We'll find it. (laughs) Um, I will find it. We will do that. Thank you for being so conscientious. Um, Can you all hang on a second? Because Jack opened the door. I need to close it. Jack. Jack just wants to be a podcaster. Jack is like, you podcast him in there? And then bust in. Okay. So, I need... I need you guys to know. First of all, Jess, do you want to share your your Tumblr, or are you are you not um, into that? Yeah. So my <laughs> no, my tum- my supernatural Tumblr is haloemoji.tumblr.com. That's how you do um, it here. Um, I and you yeah. know, smash that friggin' follow button. Smash that follow button, and also smash all of the like buttons possible because Jess has good posts. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> 
We also have um, my Tumblr, which I guess you can follow. Um, it's it's <laughs> castielmode.tumblr.com. Um, and I try to stay true to what I say on there. Like, I try to keep it Castiel mode. But sometimes, you know, there's there are there are posts about Sam or Mary that really get me. Um, and I will be talking about that over there sometimes. I haven't been online very much lately. But, uh, yeah, that's my SBN blog. Um, also, their question nice. about... Little... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say a little um, a bit of inside baseball about the pod is that for a second we were thinking about being called Castiel Mode. Yeah, that was a um, big honor. Yeah, it was because very good. That's a fun. We already had phrase. the URL, right? I could just go back. I was very briefly, I was Pink Paula, and I would just go back to that. Um, mm. That was a very fun time. That's when we, oh my god, that's when we, we became mutuals when you were Pink Paula. Yeah, we, that was my, my um, I was like, oh wow, I'm batting out of my league, this is great. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic stuff. Oh my god. Um, but, um, also, the question about songs we associate with Cass and songs we associate with Cass and Dean. This is impossible for me to answer <laughs> here. I will just link you guys the Spotify playlists that I have made. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll put that in the show notes. I I feel like that's fair. Yeah, I feel like maybe we've yeah. done that already, or or at least linked to some. But yeah, we can definitely have. link to more. We will link you. Maybe um, we just talked about it. Yeah, I have several. Is the problem? The problem is I don't. Jess has two really good ones. Um, Jess has. Do you mind if I plug them? Uh, go ahead. Has, we'll put the link yeah. in the thing. This has one. The, here's the thing to me: yeah. it, like mm-hmm. every th- every song that I listen to, I I will relate it to some to something that I've been reading, watching, listening to. So like, you know, that's how you make playlists. Mm. I'm pretty sure, like, that's how you're supposed to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's those playlists I made like probably a year ago. So that was like, I probably add different stuff now, but I'm probably not going to go back to them because now. Um, you know, mainly I'm like, wow, this is this Taylor Swift song is just like House of the Dragon. I was about you know, to say, whatever. yeah, like House of the Dragon <laughs> or Gideon the Ninth or whatnot. Sorry, <laughs> love <laughs> Literally, yes. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I think um, I think Supernatural and like Dean and Cass more specifically are like the first thing that's ever inspired me to make a playlist. Like, I haven't really oh. ever been a playlist girly. I think I just skipped that. Um, mm-hmm. I've, but then, yeah, I've really become like a lyrics person in a way that I oh, never yeah. was before. I'm very much a lyrics person, and I think that's reflected in my my, my playlist. But Jess has uh, two really cool ones. Um, and what what she has done that I that I very much love is that she mm. has made the one about Dean, which is called the Sword. Um, <laughs> has this very like mundane cover like of a diner or something and then like the dramatic name of the sword come on and then thursday was such a mundane <laughs> like it's, it's an everyday thing and then she has these beautiful i think i actually stole this as my header yes uh these beautiful hands holding a light um that is mm. so like anyway queen of juxtaposition that's cast baby that's cast it's incredible work. i love that painting it's very beautiful um but yeah, we'll link you some ones. The problem is that I have more than one. Uh, <laughs> I have more than two. Um, 
I will talk about it later. <laughs> anyway. we, can, we can link them all. Fuck it. It's our show notes. We can do what we want. We can do what we want here. <laughs> I'll give you guys a short summary of them in the show notes. We'll 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 see. Um, Ella, can I please also link your I pick the music the CW shut the cable. Uh, yes, please. Because it's very good. <laughs> Ella made a playlist that she was like, if they weren't so goddamn stingy with all their nepotism money, we could have had really good music. Okay, and something I've discovered, this is a sidebar, but something I've discovered is that it's not only, like, money, but it is also sexism. There is so much, like, women-led classic rock that they just did not put on there. That, like, it's not, like, underground stuff. It's, like, everyone else in classic rock agrees this is classic rock. And they just were like, no, no, no. The fact that they never had a Barracuda. I was literally about to mention Barracuda. I've been listening to it, like, nonstop this week. Literally. Um... What like what the fuck? What's wrong with you? Ooh, Barracuda. Come on, it rules. Um, all right, and that would best. be so perfect. Like that would be on on the level of that song that plays when they're leaving, and the FBI is now on. Their oh, case. for sure, uh, Renegade um, by Sticks. Yeah. Yes, Renegade. Yeah. Very I good. was gonna say or my favorite like song moment. of all time. <laughs> yeah, maybe not of all time, but I- it's pretty good. <laughs> like, also, they don't have "Hit Me with Your Best Shot." It's just wrong. It's wrong. Anyway, I'm gonna be good. Just so many these people like, are clowns. These people are clowns. Yeah. We have to move on. Um, <clears throat> I have that one, oh, and then on I have second. a DTA one, which is more niche. <laughs> oh my God. But that's not special. We've every, every DTA bitch has got one of those. So DTA. Here's the thing. About that There's no casual crazy. enjoyers of DTA. Yeah, something about it makes guys <laughs> crazy. There's um, yeah. There's something in in that. Uh-huh. And it either gets you or it doesn't. And unfortunately, it has not gotten me yet. And I feel so sad about it because it seems like exactly the kind of thing I would be into. And yet. I think <laughs> when you find yourself with time and energy, I think keep reading and then you might you might tip over. We will see. I shouldn't have taken a bite mm. of this pine. Uh, sorry. I, got, I almost said <laughs> pineapple. Because the word in Afrikaans is pisang, and I was like, P-I, P-I, what's the fruit with a P-I, and it's not, it's banana. Okay, um, pee-pee? <laughs> You're the worst. Okay, so, erring on the edge of say, that's a fun URL, um, said, <laughs> you mentioned, uh, you mentioned 11-4, baby in this last cast cast uh they sent this on the 6th of december so that is presumably the last this is kai is this kai yeah kai you didn't even stay oh my god okay sorry i don't know i haven't been on tumblr in a while i know i follow kai but i haven't i haven't memorized their url yet sorry okay so kai mentioned all the time kai 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 says um, <laughs> that we mentioned 11-4 baby in the last cast cast and uh, they just reached it. And they say, holy shit, the scene with Cass on the phone call had everything. Um, OITNB reference, um, for those of you who weren't online in 2012, that's Orange is the New Black. Um, sexy interior shot of the Impala. Slapstick comedy. Cass being a super cute lore nerd. Cass has lost... Okay, and this is in all caps. Uh, after the gunshot <laughs> ripped right through me. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. 
His poor little nerves. Dean is such a shitty boyfriend. A total jag. I, I'm obsessed with this. Dean is such a shitty boyfriend. Total, a total jag. jag. Come on. Um, I feel like I, I'm presenting this without comment. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah, perfect message. Love you. No notes. No notes. <laughs> and then our last thing in the mailbag is a little DM we got on Tumblr. Now, this is our first DM. Uh, it's from Quite Accurate, who says, Hello, I just found the pod, and I'm listening to episode two. Wanted to share my favorite post of all time. And I haven't opened this post, so listeners, you're getting a front row seat. Let's see what this is. We'll link this, obviously. I love someone who's only listened to two eps being like, I'm going to send you something. It's like, we didn't scare them off yet. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to talk to them. (laughs) That's fun. Okay, so this is really great. This is from, um, this is from, I believe, the second episode we covered. Um, Yes. In which, it's a gift set, in which Cass is like, uh, one of my favorite moments from all of supernatural yeah the the lord works in mysterious ways he wants to say and dean is like fuck you (laughs) and then they have a little bit of a stare off and then um tumblr user hazel domain says eternal all-knowing creature falls for the first dumbass mac nobody to call them a bitch to their face um so that's fun we'll link the post for you guys look at all the freckles Oh my god, I shouldn't have we shouldn't oh, have done shut this. We need up to get about out the of freckles. <laughs> <laughs> I have not mentioned the freckles for like twenty episodes. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. That's so brave of you. You are such a liar. You definitely <laughs> mentioned them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well um, <laughs> this sure. gift set is by Subcast as well. Oh thank you for mentioning the fun URL as well. Uh some of you guys I try to send a little post to people. And your URLs <laughs> really scare you know. people off. Yeah, it's well, it's just like let's not let's not mention it. But you know, I don't know how can you not have fun? I uh, had a yeah. had a post get a few notes that was just um, screenshots of Cass's hands in the last episode, and um, the the insane Cassgirl <laughs> thirst in the tags has been really fun. <laughs> people yeah. just being like. Just deranged, which is great for me. It's it's a trick. Like every cast girl deserves to get laid, uh, because sometimes a post goes around and you're just like, oh my god, these people need to feel the touch of a human being. <laughs> and I say that lovingly, and I'm like, the call is coming from inside the house. I, you know what I, mean? I, I just feel say. like, in terms of like sexual satisfaction, I just don't think the cast girls are getting it. Let's all work on it. We're not, and it's very sad. <laughs> Speak um, for yourself. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, someone's in a happy relationship. Fine. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's hop in. Thank you for that mailbag. Let's leave the mailroom now. Um, okay. Right. Okay. So, so today we. Oh, you get to say this part. Yeah, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Well, I, all right. <laughs> um. So today we're covering five twenty one two minutes to midnight. Uh, which was released on May sixth. 2010 and um written by sarah gamble and directed by false grisha i think they did a fun job i need to ask you jess yeah um mm-hmm. what is the cast count where are we on that 
the cast count for this episode is 11 minutes and 25 seconds, approximately. Approximately. Okay, always just approximate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a feeling that you have in your heart. It is, it's hard to do, it's hard to do, you know? Yeah, I mean, I get but it. But I do it. But you do it out of love and service. Because I need to know. And I, we really, really appreciate that. You're the best. Um, so we have to catch you guys up to what's what's been up with Cass, and um, hmm. we will do that in just a sec. But we just need you guys to know because we skipped two episodes, and the first one was Hammer of the Gods, which I will not be talking about because it got me angry. Great concept, absolutely fumbled. Fumbled, they fumbled the bag harder than. No, I can't talk about this. Okay, in the recap though. We catch up to the fact that Gabriel has tipped the boys off to the fact that Lucifer was in a cage, and that can be opened again by collecting all four horsemen's rings. Items sold separately. Already having famine and horse <laughs> rings, they just need pestilence and death, so that's no biggie. Uh, Crowley is back on the scene as well, uh, trying to get them to, to to get this done, because he has a personal stake um, rival in this. Uh, they get Pestilence's location from Sam's old college pal Brady, uh, who has been a demon since their sophomore year. Um, meanwhile, Goddamn. yeah, no, that wasn't great for Sam. He didn't love it. He killed the dude. It was everyone was upset. It was a whole thing. Um, but yeah, we completely skipped over the entire character of Brady. So yeah, so sorry, Sam so, girls, we can't get into it. Yeah, well. That's, I mean, it's upsetting, but this is not the Sam cast. I'm sure somebody could do it if they wanted to. That was really mean to the Sam girls, but I need to tell you guys that Crowley has offered a soul deal to Bobby, um, which is alarming. And that's where our previous episodes end. Um, and I think Jess wants to tell you a little bit more about what happened in, <laughs> in, 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 the re- in, in this episode, the one that we're talking about today. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to oh boy. season five, episode 21. Here we go. Two minutes to midnight. Yeah. Um, so in this episode, it's actually fucking gross because Pestilence is there. It's um, he, this dude is so gross and I'm just like, I don't want this. I want to see it. Yeah. You have to see it. Apparently, I, according to... Sarah, Sarah I have some questions, but I will okay. keep them for later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So, Pestilence is, like, in this convalescent home, and he's being, you know, just pestilent and making people sick. Cass wakes up in the hospital and calls Dean to get some money, mm-hmm. which is very cute of him. And that scene my mom watched, she walked in while I was watching it and she's like, is this your guy? And I'm like, he's not on screen yet. And then I was like, wait, come back. Here he is. And she watched it. She thought it was fun. Thank you, Jess, Mom. You're right. Yeah. Dean and Sam go to the convalescent home where Pestilence is hanging out. They get scarlet fever, meningitis, and syphilis. Um, And then Cass busts in because he took the bus and he saves them. And they get the ring. So they go back to Bobby's where Bobby's like, Chicago's about to be wiped off the map. And three million people uh, die, which might be an indication that death will be there. But Crowley turns up and it's revealed that he got this info by selling his soul to Crowley. What can you do? 
Um, Sam gives a speech about how his plan to say yes to Lucifer and tip on and tip into the cave might be the best they have. And Crowley turns up again and explains there's a vaccine about to be distributed that is just chock full of the Croatoan virus. Uh, so zombie time. <laughs> zombie time. Um, and then we go to Chicago and we get one of the best character introductions in all Supernatural, which is, of course, the slow-mo O-Death oh, death, death intro. It's very good. Um, I mean... What a what a character! What an introduction! What a moment! I can't wait television. to talk about him. Everybody was on it. I'm really very excited. Yeah. I won't lie. Yeah. Um. So then, Cass tries to explain how bad it feels because he's now human, fully human, and Bobby's like, "Shut the fuck up, bitch!" It's um, like, yeah. Which Bobby transgression? Yeah. Um, and then. <laughs> Actually, Crowley gives Bobby his legs back. Uh, and we can talk about that. Mm. Um, but then Cass, Anne, and Bobby team up. The three of them, they go to stop the vaccine distribution while Dean hunts Death. And Death has actually been waiting for a face-to-face and gives him the ring and instructions on how to open the cave along with the opposite of an ego boost because he's pissed off at Lucifer having him bound. Um Bobby tries to talk Dean into agreeing to the Sam says yes plan, and we end on a shot of Dean's face while Bobby asks if he's afraid of losing or of losing his brother. That's the episode. Jess, and I'm just scene. gonna I just gotta ask you, did you say cave or cage? She, she said cave. She had a minute. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I said cave. Yeah. You, I think you said cave there. twice. No, just once. But I just, just wasn't sure time. if it was an accent thing. No, no Where? Why did I, I say that? Um it was, um, it, like about opening the cage, and then also, yeah, um, the, I said cave. Get the ring. The I second know. time about. <laughs> well, I swear you ring. said cave. You did say cave for sure. Well, um, listeners, I'll have a replay in here. I think it'll be great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really highlight oh, whatever. The That's what we want. Fuck you guys, <laughs> folks. Let's get that clip. I promised you. And tip into the cave might be the best they have. Sorry, what was that? And tip into the cave, the cave, the cave. <laughs> gotcha. What can you do? <laughs> All right. Do you do you have the episode notes open? Well, I was thinking like Cass has some like really great scenes. In oh this yeah. So I was thinking we could almost that? like just go in order of like Cass's scenes, right? I think that's good. Yeah. Sound, like... But I do need to talk about that like... though. Oh yeah. Very no, no, oh, of course. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I just say, like, this kills the man. <laughs> this whole episode. Cass in this episode, I'm like, ah! <laughs> He's my boy! <laughs> my little He's very, very great in this episode. It's impossible not to love him. Um, he, in his very first scene, the iconic line that he... Alright, okay. When Cass says, Dean, I'm sorry that I misjudged you about the whole Michael thing. And then he goes, <laughs> you're not the burnt and broken shell of a man that I thought you were. <laughs> that I believed you to be. <laughs> that I believed yeah. you to be. God. He's like, I owe you an apology. So much about that scene is so fun. It's so great. Cass is, he's done going sicko mode on the Winchesters and is nice again. I love it. <laughs> He's in pain. Like, he can't zap anywhere. He can't zap anywhere. He's calling Dean to ask for mm. money. I really think... I saw a post the other day was like, 
season four and five cast is really in his baby girl era. And this is very much, and they <laughs> added that, like, all I'm saying is, like, video games from Lana Del Rey was written from Cass's point of view, which we can, I mean, have opinions about that for sure, but calling Dean for money is very great. Um, but also... Being like, I can't, I have to take an airplane ride. I mean, uh, Dean, I need to get an airplane ride to get over there. And um, it's fantastic. I also love that Dean is like really offended at the way that Cass says sorry for the <laughs> for the way he acted earlier. He's like, <laughs> "All right, cool." He doesn't know like how to take it. Like, like how do you take that? He's like, "Oh." He's like, "Great." I didn't. You didn't tell me back then that you thought I was a burnt and broken child, man. You were just kind of bitchy. So this is great. <laughs> Thank you. He was very mean when they were going into the warehouse, though, and he's just yeah. like, at least if I die, I won't have to watch you fail. <laughs> he's so incredible. Uh, he's so cool. Okay, no, <laughs> uh, I want to I wanna also mention that Crowley in this episode, uh, Sarah Gamble had a lot of fun writing him just popping in at the most dramatic slash convenient moments possible. Mm. I really love the um, showmanship that they have imbued Crowley with. Um, it's very fun. Crowley's so great. Very and nice. I just want to shout out Mark Shepard's um, method, which is to speak three or four sentences in a normal speaking voice and then yeah. shout the last yeah. one. And it works every time. Every time I'm like, wow, this is, this is good acting. I'm, like, yeah. I'm invested. And he does that little side eye. The side eye is there. Like the side eye should have a guest starring bill. Um, because God, Crowley's such a fun character. And fantastic. I love the way he holds his body as well. Like he kind of holds his body so rigid and just kind of like moves his head. Like he, he doesn't really like lift yeah. his arms up <laughs> and like great. point around or anything. It's this little. <laughs> it's almost like it feels like a little bit like a power play. Like he's very at ease because he always stands up like very straight. He doesn't seem rigid in mm, the sense yeah. that like he is like like out of he seems rigid in the sense that he's like in control he's just like sort of lax you know like he's holding himself still but um it it does feel like he is like very aware that he can get out of the situation anytime he wants which he can and he does which is great he's really bringing a lot to the table this episode yeah. like he's he's the man with all the information yeah. he's kind of getting all the wheels going it's um great. do you guys want to talk about uh what i've written in my notes is bye bobby Oh my god, bye Bobby! Um, <laughs> oh yeah. The energies. It's fun. The why did why do you use tongue? I, this is one of those things where it's like, I think they're guess. trying to like... <laughs> it's simple. There you go. It's like, were they trying to be like a bit homophobic, but it's actually, no, it's fine. It's just fun. Probably <laughs> real. Probably real. Um, And yeah. furthermore, like Rufus, Bo- I don't know what y'all call Rufus and That's what I'm saying. But, this is just like a this is just like another yeah. you know. I think Rufus I think Bobby Rufus. Bobby Rufus. I think that's what that I'm one is sorry. Called. Well, that's yeah. rude. Why does Rufus have to go a lot? <laughs> it's not fair. It kind of rolls off the tongue, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, I Rufus? guess. No, Bobby Rufus, I think. Um wait, can we go back to Cass's scene? Yeah, for sure. Because first of all, like when he calls Dean, he's in the hospital bed. <laughs> right yeah. and he's like in the little hospital gown he has a little scrape on his eye 
uh, that he can't heal because he's human. He calls Dean up and he's just like, and Dean's like, well, get get over here. And Cass is like, I can't get over here because he is human now. He is fully human now. What the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. It's it's not in the same way that uh, he becomes human later. It's more that like, it's like his grace is depleted. Um, it's like a finite amount of grace that he was running on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're so inconsistent with the grace, uh, like, functioning, how it works. Um, Yeah. But I do want to say that I really enjoy that um, that Cass has, like, a little bit of the same tendencies. Like, this is a weird episode because, in some ways, it is a little bit of a callback to um, the end. 504, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. Look, I I wanted to talk about that, but I didn't want to, like... Do you know wormhole? So, <laughs> You're very glad I'm wormholing on behalf of you, Agnes. Yeah, yeah. I've got notes. Um, if- <laughs> so one thing that he you mentioned is like um, he asks for money for like a plane ride, but he also he's like yeah, and food and more painkillers, ideally. Which okay. yeah, I I wrote that down. <laughs> I was like mm, throwback. I was like okay, druggy, <laughs> yeah. and then. um he also has like the later on he's he's um talking about this 11th hour thing and he's like a little bit stressed out about it but in 504 the end we have these we have these other version version of him that is just like totally fine with going um and dying for the cause or or for Dean, or whatever you want to read it as. Like, I don't even know what the cause would be in that situation. And then we also <laughs> have, like, the the human cast stuff, and we have the um, a lot of Crow Toad stuff happening. So I just thought it was interesting that there's yeah. all these little connections back to that. Um, in the episode where Cass is, like, unfortunately having to deal with a little bit of humanity. Yeah. And it's kind of filling the blank of, like, we only saw the end result of Croatoan. Um, and then, like, obviously that earlier episode of the show that touches on it. Yeah. Um, but this is, like, a real, this is how the plan happens. Um, like, example, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, which I have a lot of DTA thoughts about, but I will not bore you because they are all very um, niche. But anyone who has read it will know why, why I'm thinking about viruses and stuff. Speaking of viruses, this is kind of a weird one because um, yeah, they're talking about how the epidemic of swine flu and it's 2022 and I'm just Oof. sitting here thinking about like <laughs> child's play. Child's play. Swine mm. flu. I remember swine flu. What? <laughs> I was like 14 and I was like, all right. Oh. I knew like three people who got yeah. it. Talking about swine flu. Yeah, and I was like, well, really? we don't need, yeah, yeah. And we don't need, like, a vaccine alarm being spread by Supernatural fucking dinguses. Yeah, that's the funny thing, right? Like, 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 this is what what QAnon people think the viruses, (laughs) like, think that, like, a vaccine (laughs) is doing. (laughs) You know? Um, I will say, though, that the earlier episode of this, or, like, the, I forget which episode it is, if it's 519 or 1520 mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck do you know what i'm saying 20. do you understand 15 20 5 5 
519 or 520. You've got it, yeah. They're yeah. dealing with an act when they first get put on Pestilence's radar. Um, there's a whole thing of like dealing with an epidemic and like they have to wear a mask in the hospital. And like, I think they might talk about like contact tracing or social distancing or something. And I just remember being like, holy fuck, like <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it's very funny to like watch that. That is now during the pandemic and be like, mm. Oh yeah, you mean like how we live now? Like how it is? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, like, they had to like call the CDC. It was like, yeah. <laughs> and then later on, Brady points to an uh, a, a newspaper that says Surgeon General says stay inside, and I was like, oh yeah, the Surgeon General. Said that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. That, that's a lot of staying inside. Thing. Yeah, but he, um, just back to Cass, he is, like, really going through it. Like, this is another little, like, um, great for him, right? step on his journey, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he I looks feel so like kind of tired this... and worn down all episodes. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I also sorry, feel Jeff. like in this you really get, like, just, like, the... This is, like, Cass is a side character. You know what I mean? I hated like, that. Because it's just, like, there's a lot going on with Cass emotionally, and they never really, like, the most that we get to know how he's feeling about it is in that phone call with Dean, and then he tries to relate, or he tries to talk to Bobby, tries to say something to Bobby, and Bobby's not having it. Yeah. Um, which mm-hmm. I hate it very much. Like, you don't <laughs> even get Bobby. Uh, you don't get him like, I do! It's just, like... <laughs> It's, like, it's so kind of unkind. And, like, watch the first time I watched it, I was, like, actually, fuck this. And watching it this time, I'm, like, it makes sense for, for Bobby, like, who Bobby's character is. But it's, like, could you not, like, relate to each other? Like, but it's just Bobby being, like, get over yourself. Which is, like, fair enough. That's kind of Bobby's, like, M.O. Yeah, um, yeah maybe also, like, Bobby isn't really thinking of him as, like, a human at this point. like. He's he's still kind of thinking of him as like an angel and kind of like part of this whole separate force that has you know been causing them grief as well. So maybe it's that it's not just the interpersonal relationship. It's like he's they're not friends yet, you know, in the same way. Not friends, but you know, he's not close like they are. Like the boy. Yeah. Yes, but I just think it's like so shitty to be like. You have a bad? Well, I have a bad. So shut the fuck up and go <laughs> shoot people. And it's like, wow, no wonder you guys are all completely fucked in the head. Yeah. I think maybe I um, sort of idolize Bobby because I think he's great. And I think I love a pragmatist. I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. I think every show should have a little dude in, hit, in it that's uh, willing to kill their dad. I've also mentioned this. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. for those reasons, I'm very, very obsessed with Bobby. And so I think maybe I, I don't have the most impartial point of view on this. So to me, it felt very out of left field because I'm so used to thinking of of him as like, yeah, like maybe he's like um, a little bit more pragmatic um, and that makes him a little meaner. But he, yeah. he, he ultimately is a kind character is how I think of him. 
So this to me felt strange. I don't know if that's a, it might just be a me thing. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's why I always thought about it as like a, he, there's a distance between him and Cass. Like he's not being as kind as we've seen him. I mean, he doesn't understand Cass at all, right? Like there's no way for them to relate to each other, which is why it would have been cool if they related to each other on this. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's the other thing is that I think it, really ties in with the way that they handle Bobby's disability because like if they didn't just see his disability as a plot obstacle um versus like an actual like way that Bobby has to live his life now I think the his response to Cass would be very different you know what I mean it's like the way that he talked about it it's just like well this is just something that you have to get over versus like if they really intended it to explore how being paralyzed from the waist down is affecting Bobby and his life beyond just like what we have seen in earlier episodes where he's like, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, he Pretty and dead. Cass could have had like a more of a healing and relation and like um, relating to each other yeah, conversation yeah. where Bobby's like, yeah. yeah, like you got dealt a rough hand, but like we have to move forward and you just have to figure out a way around it. Which is, like, yeah. kind of, like, there is maybe that sentiment a little bit in what he says, but, like, he doesn't say it in so many words, which I think is a shame because I think there's something to be said for, like, exploring how, you know, the cost of a hunter's life or, like, the cost of being a hunter is very high right. and you have mm. to be, like, you have to just, like, deal with that, you know? And, like, how do you yeah. move forward from, like, not just these, like, devastating personal losses uh, like emotional losses, but also like the physical toll of this on your body right. and what this lifestyle actually is. But instead it's just like, oh no, Bobby doesn't have legs. This presents a problem for season four, but then he's healed because yeah. of a demon deal. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and so. it would have been nice to have like that kind of deeper exploration and like thoughtfulness before he does get like healed. So maybe like, like you said, it's, it would have, added some depth to this situation that I think it really mm-hmm. lacks and mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard to talk about it because it's they almost don't do enough for it to be like outright an offensive portrayal it's it, like but it is because they're kind of um I don't know it's like mishandled I guess instead of it's, being like yeah outrightly shitty does that make sense yeah no yeah. I get well I think saying. it's just like it's, it's they're like just shower. like not very interested in like seeing Bobby as somebody with a disability, you know. Actually, something I yeah. want to like. About. It's very much just like this is our character. Now his legs don't work. Now they work again. Right. That's something that's yeah. that's I found very specifically like frustrating. Like you just mentioned it, Jess, but as as you were saying it, I was like the amount of disabled hunters we should see versus how none of them have like one of them has like mental hearing loss hearing loss should be massive in the hunting community specifically even with the winchesters um yeah if you want we i can go back and find this post but there's a novelization somewhere where somebody was like where someone decided to write that um Years of listening to music too too loud and and firing guns without a like without earmuffs has I think the quote is played Mary Hell on Dean's hearing, which I love. Like, 
I, I love yeah. that yeah. we have plenty of time to talk about how emotionally flawed our euros are, but because of the kind of people that they're supposed to be, the kind of image that they're supposed to present, they physically can't be flawed. Like they have to look perfect and they, they can't have mm. any disabilities. And we have a couple of people who suffer from like mental illness stuff or like trauma uh, and the boys have a couple of instances of that, but that's also wildly mishandled and very confusing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and then, like, they also didn't go fully the other way and just, like, magic it away all the time. Like, you know, when once you get cast, like, being able to heal people, they could have just, like, been like, yeah, and, I, you know, I fix X, Y, Z. Like, again, that can be problematic in terms of, like, a disability portrayal of, like, oh, you know, just we can fix it it's, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like, instead they just do not address it and it's, like, there's 15 seasons of this show and you never address yeah. that. <laughs> like, I think the- It's also, like, that would require them to do a level of, like... Yeah. I don't know, consistency and effort... Yeah, that they don't. Yeah. In the show that, like... Because that's a big status quo change, you know? Yeah. And it, yeah. just, like, these... Um, these shows, like, they kind of have to return their characters to start all the time if they don't want to, like, deal with this big change. It's, like, why pretty much every time a character on most TV shows, they will become paralyzed and then they'll be miraculously healed because, like, the showrunners don't want to, like, actually deal with now this character is disabled and that is necessarily a large part of their life and a portion of our show should be devoted to that but that's just like an extra level of effort that people don't really want to go into oh, sure. which i think is a real shame because i think it's mm. like and yeah like i like i just like wish that i wish that this has been handled differently i wish that like the conversation between uh bobby and Cass had been really different because it's like Cass has also like been he's dealing with like a massive change in like how he experiences the world um like, it could have been argued that, like, Cass is experiencing disability, like, in this moment by, yeah. like, the definition of it. Because, like, he's in pain that he's never been in before. Like, he, he can't do things he used to be able to do. So, yeah. yeah. Totally. It's, it's all over the place. Yeah. Not you know ideal. what? Yeah. Like, and they're just, like, get over it. Like, we all deal with this all the time. Which I'm pretty sure very few right. disabled people, like, I'm sure there are some dickheads out there. But, like, very few disabled people respond to... Well, maybe maybe I'm I'm thinking about this the wrong way, but like something that was frustrating to me about this, as you mentioned, Jess, like showrunners don't typically want to deal with this kind of thing in a in a real way, and it is so hilarious because most people are gonna go through some level of disability in their life if you get yeah. old enough. Mm-hmm. Like even like needing glasses is is a disability. But one that we have managed to make in like a normal part of life, like it's it's mm-hmm. n- not really comparable to n- not having the use of your legs, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, and that's the word the word that you use like normal. It's like that is totally like what the show isn't doing. They right. are like othering this disability. Yeah, because it's an inconvenience. Like category of like. Yeah, and it's 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 not like 
It's not like someone in Bobby's position wouldn't be extremely upset. Obviously, it's a really traumatic thing to go through. Yeah. And I think especially considering how much time has passed, it's like that is completely realistic that he would still be really upset about it. And that also he would be stoked with being healed. Like that that does seem like yeah. a real thing. Um, and that's not necessarily like dismissive of like because you know this is a, it's it's magic it's a magic you know, it's, a, it's a fantasy show like this is not the reality we live in so it's yeah. like yeah they're just like you said earlier they're just using it as like a plot device and it's kind of like you know we're expecting so much more from it i also think it could have been a nice moment to show like cash really becoming part of like their little tribe yeah you know for sure um yeah, and it but... didn't it doesn't have to be like some big speech it could be like literally the same amount of like words words you guys do you guys know that that tumblr post it's like i was sitting on the street crying because i'd just gotten some really bad like medical news and a girl came over and she sat next to me and was like uh god will never give you more than you can handle you just got a cowgirl up and like we just got a cowgirl up do you guys know that post (laughs) yeah yeah i (laughs) i like love that post it truly does come to me in times of great strife you just got a cowgirl up and like bobby could have easily said just like listen yeah it's really rough but you know we got a cowboy up and do the job in front of us um and it could be very different right to how it is which is bobby just being like i have it rough too you know you're really gonna complain to me fuck you like you know what i mean it's it's like very combative and i just think it's like it's kind of it's kind of very illustrative of supernatural's whole deal which is like that guy who's always like (laughs) something bad happens to you and that and like some this guy is just like yeah, well, I have a bad too, just so you know. Yeah. Like, just so you know, nobody can feel bad because I have it worse. And it's like, okay. Like, it's deeply unkind. It's like if someone said, I'm, oh, I'm having trouble in my relationship with my mom. And some guy goes, yeah, well, my mom's dead. So, it's like. Exactly. It's like, I'm oh, not, great. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know. Um. It, it, it could have been smart. It's, it's not nice. <laughs> yeah. But something else that's cool is, um, and I think we, we missed the scene a little bit, is earlier on when Sam and Dean are trying to confront pe- Pestilence and take his ring, and he hits them with, like, mm. three diseases, Cash shows up, and <laughs> they're like, how did you get here? Oh. And he, takes it, he says, like, I took a bus, okay? I love you. <laughs> he was on the bus. He took a bus. He will be like one thing about Cass is he'll take a bus. That's one thing you gotta know. He sure will. Yeah. He's hopping on the bus. He's, He's saying, bus. "Does this go to wherever the hell?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure, sure does, brother." <laughs> like, and he, oh. you know, he's on there. He's like, "I have." I love the image too dollar. of like Bobby wiring him cash and like. <laughs> him having to go into some kind of gas and sip and like go to the machine yeah i know they're like bobby will wire you money and it's like does he have a bank account (laughs) like when did he open a bank account i'm pretty sure you need an id to like get cash from those machines that's what that's one of the things that i was like i all right i guess maybe maybe hunters they're like they say bobby will wire you money and what actually happens is that bobby calls the closest hunter to where you are and he's like i need you to take like 
400 bucks in cash to this guy. He's going to be at the gas ship waiting outside. He can't go inside. He's still wearing... He looks bad. He's got a lot of blood all He's... over him. Oh. Yeah. And that's what, like, wiring the money is. I think that makes a lot more sense. I think a lot of hunters don't have bank mm. accounts on the account of being illegally dead or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. The part where he says maybe just a speck this is what i want to talk about yes so he walks (sighs) in there he walks in there and pestilence's little weird sickness aura affects him too and pestilence as well like he goes like oh wow there's not a speck of angel left in you huh and then fucking Cass. oh my gosh he goes maybe just a speck and he grabs the knife and he cuts off Pestilence's ring finger, which is so incredible. Like, who's doing it? It's like, the my best. guy. Just like, Slay little angel. Literally! <laughs> like, gay little angels over. Slay little angels in. <laughs> <laughs> that scene is so good. I love him. Right. Like, the way he rallies himself, and he's like, and also I have a one liner. Fuck you, you know? The way that he just, like, busts in and you're like, fuck yeah, Cass is here. And then it's like, oh, Cass is not doing so good. And then, like, he saves the day anyway. What a guy. He literally he's has epic. just a speck of, like, you know, angel left. And so he's not, like, on the ground screaming, crying, throwing up like the boys. He's just he's got a little bit of blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. What a guy. I need you guys to know that I changed my position. I'm now standing up. Why are you? And I'm wondering if this is going to bring a different energy. I my legs are just getting uncomfortable in the chair. Um, All right. Well, we'll so see. now I'm agile. okay. Exciting. I'm adjusting my mental image of the of what's happening in the pod. So okay, <laughs> good to go. You're kind of small, aren't you? Ella is standing. like Ella. Is sta- you said it shouldn't affect how far you are from the light very much. Well, I just like put the mic up on the speaker, so it's like a bit taller. But I, right. I am not the tallest person, no. No. Um, all right, so, yeah, like, that happens, and then uh, they have a little scene in Bobby's, uh, living room, where we always are, (laughs) where we find out about the Crowley and Bobby kiss, and Mm. Cass also goes, like, actually, I'm not, I'm gonna keep this for later, never mind, forget I said anything, this is my heart locker. okay. Um, we can talk about death, maybe. Yeah, let's talk about death, and then we'll talk about the factory. Uh, one second before you talk about death, I just want to shout out that pestilence is really great. Mm. Uh, I mean, he's super gross, but um, the whole thing where it's like when the Winchesters are just getting to the hospital. And the demon is like, the Winchesters are coming, and Pestilence is like, okay, I'm gonna fuck them up, and the demon is like, well, you're not supposed to kill the vessels. And Pestilence is like, if Lucifer wants these guys so bad, he can glue them back together. (laughs) Uh, And, like, shouts at at the demon. I'm like, this shit rules. Because it also, like, goes into Death's thing of it's like, these people are working for Lucifer, but they are not, like, demons that are just like doing whatever for him it's like pestilence wants to like do his own thing and he's not very happy with these limits that are being placed on him and then obviously the conversation with 
death goes more in depth on that but like i just mm. really like that performance i think he's like yeah. really fun in this episode he does a really good job um, yeah matt frua he did a great mm. job he also has a very cool speech about how disease is not chaotic or messy that's just people who are sick and weak um and his <laughs> disdain for for like he has a little line where he's like he doesn't understand why god loves all these like weak sick creatures so much and he he uh, yeah try and prove him wrong one epidemic at a time and i was like damn all right kind of intense i kind of like it kind of like a really fun character yeah yeah it's like hinting to the fact that like over you know the course of human history like you know he's just been chucking plagues here and there like obviously sometimes god's doing the plaguing but he seems to just be like what can I do to cause these humans harm at all times, which is fun. Uh, that's very cool. So speaking of a horseman with an issue with Lucifer, you mentioned death. So let's go over there. Let's go to Chicago. Let's go to Chicago. Oh my god. Death, 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 Okay, so this is a character. This is his, obviously their first death. Um, but, yeah. like, we are going to be with them for a while obviously not this iteration um but the concept of death fucks so hard and especially um jewel what's her name julian julian richings i think it's julian uh, richings yeah. he's only in five episodes but what like, an impact oh my god what a guy right like so good oh this is a tiny sidebar before we get into the scene um I was watching Fargo, I think it's Fargo season three, mm-hmm. and there is a scene where somebody's coming to kill somebody, and that person's nickname is like the Reaper, like the person who's going to kill somebody, okay. and they're being introduced, like it's the first time you're seeing their character, and a, re- a rendition of O-Death plays, and I was like, oh my god, this is exactly like Supernatural, and things like, what are you talking about? And I was <laughs> like, I think scene. they... They they might have jacked this from Supernatural, <laughs> like it's because it's the same concept, yeah. but like and, unless they just thought of it independently, probably. But like it's literally like a, a like a cover a of the straight, same. They're all, yeah. you know, they're all covers. Yeah, and it's a you know someone who is the Reaper. So yeah, interesting. Um, that's Do, just is there <laughs> don't fear the Reaper needle drop ever in Supernatural? I've... Yeah, in um Faith. I think when oh you're um, right you're right you're right that reaper is in the forest the very first reaper we see. If you're watching the show yeah. on streaming, you won't hear it though because it's not um Are you in the streaming version. <gasps> it's only on the DVDs. Oh, it's not licensed. Oh, that's so sad. No, no, like all of the good songs in season one. Okay, well, I, I have to die now. Why would they Batman. do that? It's so good. All right. Okay. This is why I paid $3 for the DVDs. So I can experience that. All right. Well, proud of you for uh, getting a good deal. Thank you, Op Shops. Of <laughs> Thank Melbourne. you, Op Shops. Love you. But the, that scene is just so iconic. Like, I had the thought when we were watching the episode, like, when I was watching it before, like, oh, this is, like, a really good TV show right now. <laughs> Like, you could show this scene to somebody good. and they'd be like, what show is that from? It's so good. It's really great. <laughs> it's like a film. It's very good. <laughs> they do the classic shot of, I, I don't think they do this actually in, in Death's intro. I But I love how whenever a show is like, we're in Chicago, they'll be like, 
we gotta show the train tracks. You gotta have the person underneath the train tracks. <laughs> it's like, all right. I don't know who first did that, but you had an impact. Some like red brick buildings. Yes, like. it's very important. I hate that I know um, that. Jess, about I wanted to. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I wonder to throw to you, Jess, about the car. Have you got Jess's car oh, corner? Yeah, for us? please. Do you know what car he drives? Um, Death. Yeah, he drives a Caddy. Right. It's a Series 62, 1959. Right. Um, and it fucking rules. It rules. Yeah. Death on his white horse. Um, baby. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the uh, <laughs> the comments here? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Somebody says driven by death. Somebody else, train 68, uh, said, wouldn't death prefer to drive a hearse? And I have to say, no, he fucking wouldn't. That's not his fucking job, is it? I was like, you don't. <laughs> he's not an undertaker. He's death. He's and he's a baddie. Yeah. So he's gonna drive a caddy. I love um, the fucking wing things that it has. They're so beautiful. It's so good. It's a beautiful car. And also, like, and then have you not been quite right animatronics says to that or Baub. <laughs> sorry i misread the screen name um it says in fact it reflects the reality as we never expect expect death it works pretty much in stealth mode and a hearse would be anything but stealthy yeah there we go and also like so lame also like he's not carting dead bodies around i i would like to it looks similar to the impala at the front yeah, a little yeah. bit but i also would like to say like have you not been paying fucking attention like wardrobe a Mustang, hello. Like that was our engine. He didn't have a tank. They're horses. They're horses. And so like they switched it over to classic cars because this is supernatural. And it rules. He needs a white horse because you know what? He's a horseman. So he has to drive a white car. And it has to be a Cadillac because he's a baddie. There you go. There you go. I feel like all their cars fit their vibes. Like That's great. I don't remember so, Pestilence's car. I think we see it at some point in an earlier episode, but I don't really care. I think we see it. I think we see it in an episode that we didn't cover, like um, the Hammer of the Gods at the end when they yeah, introduce him. I'm pretty sure he rocks up in a car. Um, but yeah, I don't have it with yeah, him. Yeah, I don't but, really. And then um, what's the other guy? More but Famine. Uh, famine comes in a black. Famine. Yeah, because Famine. Yeah, black, it's yeah. like a. He's like in an escalator or something. Yeah, you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for remembering Car Corner. Um. Oh, it's fun. I I was I, when I saw it, I was like, "Damn, we gotta talk about that car." Yeah. What a vehicle. Um. So it's so great. And then and he's walking down the street, and the guy bumps into him, and Death just like kills him. Yeah, it's fantastic <laughs> because I don't think he would have necessarily done it if the dude weren't like a bitch about it. The guy's like, yeah, think about it. Yeah, like mm. he's like on his phone texting, and then he bumps into <laughs> into death, and he goes, "Watch where you're walking, pal." Which is like, you did not, you didn't just say that. Um, you weren't watching. This is so rude. Anyway, <laughs> and then death brushes his shoulder off where he touched that guy. Um, and the guy just collapses mm. behind him, sort of in slow motion, and he walks off the scene while people rush in to check on this dude who's just spontaneously dead. Incredible. With the cane? The cane? He walks with the cane? Um, obviously not because he needs it, because he's swinging that thing around. Like, he's just walking because he just likes the look. Maybe it has some kind of magical yeah. power. 
I you got it. Maybe gotta it's like it maybe it's like pretend this is like a scythe, even though Bobby mm-hmm. or Crowley, I guess, had his scythe. But like whatever, I feel like mm-hmm. there's some kind of you know death holds a scythe. Death holds some kind of stick form thing, so he has to have something. Do you guys want to jump to the other Dean, uh, like Dean and Death scene yes. before we get off the topic of him? Yes. Um, I for my notes for that, I just said no notes because I was just like so. Like I wish I could just like read you guys the transcript for the whole thing, but like it's so good. Like Death is first. Dean's like, oh, are you gonna kill me? And Death's like, you're nothing to me. <laughs> god i will never get over it and dean's acting in this episode like the one thing we never seen dean be is like intimidated by the power of like a death is not a villain but just like dean's whole deal is that he's like always like insolent and oh yeah riffing and like not taking you seriously like we've seen him be like wary of somebody before like an antagonist before but like in this he's just like he's like actually scared of death which yeah he's like he like can't walk like he can't move right he's genuinely and, and, like afraid of him right yeah death invites him to have a bite of pizza um and he's like well i think he's gonna poison me but i have to eat this. so his <laughs> hands shaking as he takes it's so scary like the room is full of dead people that's something i wanted to talk about the the scene is so i know that is weird it's weird to like because death goes in there and he like just everybody dies or he kills everyone whatever mm-hmm. it's basically semantics because he's death um but he like they're surrounded by bodies and he's having this perfectly civil conversation with Dean and he's being really helpful and also a very cool character. Very difficult to just like. Um, mm-hmm. So I keep wanting to like him in this scene and I do, but then like you'll see some dead bodies in the background and it's like, all right, he killed people just because they were in a restaurant that he also frequented. Like, what? Yeah. I said I had no notes, but like, I was thinking about it and maybe it would have even been like a better scene if like everyone else in the restaurant was just acting like normal and Dean was the only one freaking out. Um, but it, yeah, it, it is scary like the way it is. So that's me just fixing the show. Fixing the show. <laughs> that's how we do it. I like it. I kind of like it. I think like it would have been more interesting if they had been living in there. Yeah. Or like if he brought them back at the end or something like that. I think mm. what would have been because yeah, he he seems to have that power, right? Yeah. What would have been cool, I think, that. is uh, like he mentions in this that he is Lucifer bound him um, to, to to Lucifer, right? Bound death to to Lucifer, um, and he can he's now his weapons, and he is making him cause hurricanes and floods and to, like raising the dead, so he can raise the dead. Um, but I do think it would have been yeah. It would have been, like presumably, does that mean that he rose Adam, or is that just I like have no idea? Like, yeah, no clue. Um, yeah. I think we're supposed to think that no, the angels did that. Remember, it was Zachariah. Yeah. Or not. Um. Oh yeah. Never mind me. I do want to say, <laughs> I do want to say though, like, like you said. It would have been a little bit more interesting, perhaps, if the other patrons were alive, because he 
because he sees them all as so insignificant, um, I don't think it would make a difference to him if they're alive or dead. Yeah. It's, I also like how big his um, perspective on this thing is. He says, this is one little planet in one tiny solar system in a galaxy that's barely out of its, out of its diapers. Mm. Which, okay, first of all, alien truth there. And then, <laughs> and then, like, he, there's, there's the, the idea that, like, he, he has seen the rise and fall of not just, like, empires and whatnot, but, like, of galaxies. I, yeah, I can't contemplate that. And then he also has this whole thing where he says he'll reap death, or sorry, he'll reap God. Um, yeah, that's I wanted awesome. to touch on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think especially like all the stuff that he's saying in that scene, it really solidifies like the setting of the show, like the rules of the universe. Like I feel like before this, we didn't necessarily know that. Kind of, obviously, this is like the real world, so like we know that you know to us we're like, oh yeah, it's in a galaxy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's really like, you know, I am death for everything that exists. Right, and not God like God is life. Yeah. Um and as per usual, when you think of the end of the show in that context, it's very much like uh, <laughs> But um that's just that's just something we have to deal with. But in this episode, great. Loves it. Say that. I love it a lot. I'm gonna reap him. I'm I'm forever upset about the fact that he didn't get to reap him at the end of the show. Like wh- whether it was yeah. him or Billy. He isn't even dead at the end of the fucking show and death explicitly says i'll reap god too come on deliver yeah idiots all right i'm sorry and then like amara kind of like adds another like kind of spanner in the works for that law like oh yeah um because like you know she's supposed to be kind of the other side of the god coin um and they, so I guess it's like at this point they're almost saying that God is like the other side of the God coin, but we see later that that's not really the case. Do you mean death uh, is the yeah, other yeah, side yeah, of the God yeah. coin? Because you said God is the other side of the God coin. Death, yes. Sorry. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I think I I would love to see some stuff between Death and Amara. Like I would love to. That would be interesting to me. Wait, we never get that, right? Like, yeah, because uh, I don't know when Billy. Billy is in season twelve. She becomes death, but end of season eleven or season ten. Yeah. End of season ten, they heal death, and yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just like here's the thing. I understand why they keep bringing death back and stuff, but. I do wish that they didn't do that and like that death never reappeared until like season 15. You know what I mean? And I do love Billy, but I do kind of wish that Supernatural was able to like be different and just like leave it. Um, But obviously like in these long running shows, you never really know when the last season is going to be. So you can't just be like, well, when we're really in the last season, we're going to bring them back. But still like, yeah, I don't know. I love Julian Richings' portrayal of death. And then I think each subsequent time they bring death back as a character, it loses a little 
um, right. gravity, right. which is why the scene is so great is because it's just like, I don't care about your affairs. Like I'm minding my yeah. own business. I've been here so long. Don't even know if I'm older or if God is older. Right. Like, exactly. And just like not concerned with, with what's going on here. Uh, uh, like so, his concern yeah. is his freedom, right? He doesn't want to be quote unquote enslaved to a bratty child throwing a tantrum. <laughs> it's like, fantastic. Yeah. Doesn't get better than that. It's also so fun. Like it's also so fun. Like when you think about it, of like you know he's telling Dean like you know you're you're like a bacterium. You know you don't matter to me. And then the other like God is like <laughs> meanwhile. <laughs> like playing with them like little dolls he's like in this like obsessed. universe yeah he's like this he's, is my... he's so obsessed with Dean <laughs> so yeah Ugh. that was fun ultimate, um, ultimate Dean derangement is, is God um in Supernatural please I would never <laughs> suggest that any God should be obsessed with a fictional <laughs> character um but yeah so that's fantastic I'm so happy with with death in this in this episode. He is so fun. I it truly does not get better than this. Um, do you guys want to talk about the uh, about the factory where Cass just demonstrates? Yeah, to- he demonstrates his total lack of what's the word? Uh, subtlety. He just doesn't have it. That's not for him. No, and he doesn't have Mm-mm. to because um, if well, my notes just say angel with a shotgun. Um, there you go. Do you guys have any AMVs? Literally. If you want me to put in the show notes, you should send them on over. Angel with a shot. Yeah, that is the worst one. one. <laughs> I don't care if heaven won't take me back. <laughs> I'm going to sync that up so we're singing it together. I was dancing. I was really cool people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, cool people who are normal about TV shows. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, Something else that's fun is Je- uh, sorry when when Sam is like he tells he tells Cass the the idea of him jumping into hell um or not hell into Lucifer's cage mm. while <laughs> having Lucifer in his body um <laughs> and Cass is like oh interesting plan. And Sam's like, yeah, go ahead. Tell me it's the worst plan you ever heard. And Cass goes, of course. I'm happy to say that if that's what you want to hear. <laughs> but it's not what you think. It's so cute. It's like one of the, the, the few times this past two, these past two seasons that he's nice to Sam. He's like, yeah, yeah, you guys exceed my expectations sometimes. It's so cute. But yeah, like, I just think it's very special. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of I good just... Sam in this ep. Yeah, I, I love it. Class, I love but... that scene, too, where Cass is like, I could tell you that, but that's not actually what I believe. And also, like, he truly is done being really mean to the Winchester. So, like, R.I.P. Bitch Cass. I love you forever. Whenever you come uh, back, I'll, just, like... I'll give you a little kissy. <laughs> I'll I'll whoop and cheer and hoot and holler. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and he's just like, if you think that you can do this, I th- I'll I'm into it. But you have to really do it. Okay. Like you can't. I appreciate like the stakes of that, you know, and mm-hmm. that kind of like straightforward assessment of just like, yeah, you probably could do it, but you ha- 
you have to do it. There is no room for error. If you fuck this up, that's the ball game. I really like yeah, that. Yeah, he confirms that like Michael has Adam as his vessel. And so mm-hmm. like, we, you know, we didn't necessarily know that for a fact, but now we know. Yeah. Um, so he's, you know, he's saying, you know, if you do that, it's, it'll, the battle will be on, mm. um, which is yeah. a bit scary, but they're really raising the stakes, obviously, because it's the penultimate ep, but yeah. <laughs> hey, no biggie. Um, it, it also, like, he's like, yeah, you'll have to drink more demon blood than you've ever had. And he's like, what? Yeah. Why? That's new information And for he's us. like, no, the dude he's in now is drinking gallon. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I mean, promising for next episode. That's going to get gross. Nasty. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing. Also, when they get to the factory and Bobby goes, oh, the first truck doesn't leave for an hour. We're going to get in. We're going to plant the C4. We're going to pull the fire alarm. And Cass is like, mm, that truck's going. <laughs> <laughs> i just i love like this little like side quest thing that's happening like really like good. i said Cass is kind of like he's not being kind of bitchy anymore but he's he's like part of the gang and this is like yeah they're going on a little it's so little cute <laughs> like yeah and our favorite rocket ship the boys the boys dude yeah. um they they like Cass goes to go intercept the van it's fantastic he he like stops the driver from you know i think he like breaks his arm so i can't remember what he does the driver like scans his access card so that the gate opens up and then cash just sort of brains him the guy falls forward onto the mm. onto the hooter and the, <laughs> it just starts honking honking for days God. and hours the hooter did you just call it a hooter yes what do you call it <laughs> A horn? A horn. Sorry. <laughs> That's so cute. I like that a lot. <laughs> it hoots. It, it is hooting. I've never heard that before. The horn. Um, and I forgot that that was a thing. That's different. <laughs> that we say. <laughs> um, but yeah, then like he like smashes on the it, like card thing. Smashes the little access. Oh, yeah. yeah, the access portal. So that the gate can't open properly, so the trucks can't go get out, which is like A plus for efficiency, like F for subtlety, because that guy is still leaning on that horn. <clears throat> See, I made an adjustment for you guys. Is that better? Do you like that? <laughs> on the no, he's on the hooter. He's on the hooter. He's, he's on like the hooter. leaning on it. He's on that damn hooter. Cas just sort of like pushes him off, like lackadaisically. Oh, he's like, oh, I guess you shouldn't be making that much noise. Come on! What a little loser! I love him. But anyway, he's not a loser. He's epic. He's epic. He's just not subtle, which I love. He's an angel with a shotgun. That's all you need to say. There's more to say because he he gets in there and he does fuck all basically until he like shoots one dude. (laughs) <laughs> to help yeah. <laughs> Sam gets like 20 people out of there like <laughs> shoots all the demons like Bobby is just all the people infected yeah. not demons and um yeah Bobby's like back up yeah but they needed to like show that you know Sam's like a hero or whatever so that it- I love just to quickly jump to the end when they're like Sam has a yeah. darkness in him and I'm like what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, you guys are so mean to him. Like, yes, he has it. 
it's just not fair to be like he's he has a darkness in him as if you guys don't kill people on the reg. Like I don't want to hear it. Exactly. I, <laughs> I've seen like, some posts circling around. I can't think of the exact one, but people talking about how like at the time the fandom and like the culture around the show was very like anti-Sam. It was very much wow, he really fucked up. This is all his fault kind of vibe. Um so cuz I was thinking wow. about it, I was like sure he's got some issues, but like I've never thought he's not brave. I've never thought he's not, like, a hero. Right. I feel like we see that all the time. It's just not fair. You know, just in the Monster of the Week kind of cases and stuff. Like, Yeah, like... That's, it, that's just, like, a core part of his character. It's like... And it's so mean as well. Bobby is, like, he's as full of character defects. I was like, he has a little bit of anger issues. Can you calm down? You shot your dad. <laughs> yeah, Bobby's just like, this kid is so fucked up. <laughs> and, like, this is from Bobby... Who, like, shamed his, used his own suicidality to, like, <laughs> shame his kids into doing what he wants. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, dude. I would call that a more significant character defect than He's never been, like, drinking a little bit of blood sometimes and accidentally starting the apocalypse. Yeah. But in his defense, he was being manipulated and lied to. And also, yeah, and there's another part in the episode where, like, um, Sam, like, specifically says that he's, like, the worst of the four of them or what? Or the yes, weakest of the I four of like, them. I was like, he's, like, he's, like, I'm and the it's least like, of all of you. I'm like, who? what? <laughs> really? Literally. I was like, so like And the show's just like, yeah. Correct. Moving on. And I was like, you guys are really trying to sell us on this old Sam can't pull us off thing. It's not working because everything you're basing it on is like contrary to what you've had us believe before. So I don't really get yeah. what you're trying to achieve here, but it's not it's not happening. It's very funny. Yeah. And we'll talk about this more next episode, but I, I think all this Sam stuff bleeds into, you know. We will finish these thoughts a bit more next week. We will. When we'll be able to get into that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's really hilarious. But, um, to get back to Cass, I'm glad that he said that these things can be useful. That was fun when he was talking about the shotgun. Yeah. That was great. I wish, yeah. I, I just want to spend more time with him right now. Like, I miss him. These people have been holding him away from me, and also we haven't recorded in a bit, and so like I feel like I'm yeah I'm like deficient in in that right now. This is a really good app to come back to after not recording for a while. It was just yeah. like fuck yeah, I love Dude. this guy. <laughs> I do love this guy. Is this the first time that we see Crowley and Cass in the same room, or am I like misremembering something? Uh, I think it. Might be. I wish there had been more of like a cat and mouse reaction between, not cat and mouse, cat and dog reaction between the two of them because yes. I think it's really fun when like later they have to work together and Cass is like, I hate you so much. I just think that that's like so, so much fun. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, it, it would have been in like a continuation of how the other like demons have reacted to angels as well. Like, it's like you said, it is like cat and dog. Like, they're like, the hackles are right, right. essentially around each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cass is the cat. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah, as well. Sure. Especially because yeah, 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 um, yeah. Crowley has the association with the Hellhounds. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. Pretty cool. Sorry, I watched the previous episode and he has a Hellhounds. He has a Hellhound. Yeah, that's Crowley like is just thing. like so such such a great character. What a presence! I feel like Supernatural 
really knocked out of the park with a lot of these like early side characters uh or like not true antagonists but like Mm. just like these like they're guys they're really good they're good at their guys like Like anna i guess crowley uh death obviously uriel zach um zach yeah like all of these guest stars or i don't i don't even know what you want to call them but just like i just i'm like this shit rules yeah lucifer like especially at this point like it's all great good great antagonist Oh my God. Um, shout out to Sam at the end being like, remember when we used to just like hunt normal monsters? Seemed pretty simple back then, huh? And Dean's like, no. Did not. <laughs> Which I think that's so, such, a, such a great line. I'm like, yeah, it was never easy, it huh? It's never that simple. It's always just been really fucking hard for you guys. I like, and I just like, if you need to take me out for having a little Dean girl moment, you can do that when we're over at your house watching House of the Dragon. <laughs> um okay yeah um so like bobby goes but you know like sam has been running into burning buildings and since he was like 12 and i was like okay oh that's not good that's not great (laughs) but since when has dean been doing it because you know it was earlier than that like oh man i'm sorry like i it just i'm typically i'm not one but that's why like I feel like that's why Sam is like so good in these situations. Like he, because he obviously has a lot of trauma, right? But like that is a character trait of his that he is like gonna be the one to run in. Oh um, yeah, and sure. I don't. I think Dean obviously is like that too, but I think it kind of manifests in different ways. Uh, yeah, I like, think yeah. Um, if I were to write a yeah. classical hero, I would go more Sam than Dean. Right? Like he has a he has a different thing to him. Dean is just sort of in situations and then he does things. <laughs> but Sam has like yeah, a, and I think a like hope with, and a faith. With 15 seasons of the show, like they both kind of go back and forth, like with all these major like tropes that like, right. you know. Yeah. Like I would, would if, I, a, if I were to assign, story. if I were to assign a hero's journey to somebody, I would assign it to Sam rather than Dean. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Oh. Do you think we're done? Are we good? Yeah, this scene. I mean, the the that that scene with Bobby. I think that's the last thing that I've got down, really. Um, okay. Yeah, I think we're good. Do you want to take us through the outro, Ella? Yeah. Let me. <laughs> um, still standing. Yeah. I'm still standing. Better than I ever After all these years. Okay. <laughs> Different song. <laughs> Different isn't is that not from it? Is it is it the same? You were, just, song? you were just both doing different parts. Sometimes you just gotta do a little improv. All right, all right. Well, hey. Speaking oh, well, of speaking improv, of improv. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Did you also look this up? Wait, wait. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. You said look this up. No, <laughs> I just thought when in the part where Dean says like he says to Sam, that's the beauty of improv. Because Sam's giving him shit about the excuse that he gave to the guy at the hospital <laughs> before he knocks him out. Um, I just thought, oh, this is like, there's got to be an AU where like a Hollywood Babylon Dean like does improv classes. Like, <laughs> I'm sure there's a bit a big crossover between like people in LA who do improv and people who are PAs. 
Um, um, so it just made me think of oh, that. What, what, sure. what did you look up? I looked up because he says that he's looking for his Nana, who's Eunice Kennedy. Um, so I looked up <laughs> Eunice Kennedy. And she's the founder of the Thank Special you. Olympics. And, <laughs> um, part of the Kennedy family. And um, she likes some of her, so I think her daughter, she was like the the mother-in-law of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that's a, a thing. She has a lot of oh, weird associations, but sure. yeah, she, she, um, she actually died before this episode aired. So I was like, that's really, funny. this is aired on May 6th, 2010. And she died on the 11th of August, 2009. I feel like that's enough time to, to, to get your shit together and correct that. But, um, yeah. No, they definitely wouldn't have written it by then. I, is that like the only old woman he can think of? Like, I was, I was like, I oh yeah, Special Olympics founder. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> she was kind of pretty. Alrighty. Well, hmm. Maybe that's why he liked her. You know? I get it. Maybe she's a blobber of his. Oh my god. I gotta kill you. Say Blorbo again. <laughs> what? Say Blorbo again. So we've got to do our outro now. Um, <laughs> I would like say to know. Blorbo. Say Blorbo. Say hey. Blorbo. Say Blorbo. Say Blorbo. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I spoke hey, over it. Ready to One more time. <laughs> Blorbo. 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 <laughs> Obsessed with you. Um, all right. You wanted to take us into the outro. I would like. Yeah. Yes, I would like to ask for first. I would like to hear from both of you. Um, what is sending you to the salt mine this week? What do you have an issue with? What do you want to fix? What's the vibe? Um, I'll start. I yeah. really hate the vomit. I don't like <laughs> vomit in general. You yeah. know, I don't think anybody really like enjoys it. I especially hate like screen vomit where it's like always projectile and then you have to like when Pestilence just, like, has the vom on his face, I'm like, like this is just fucking ages. gross. Like, this is disgusting. Yeah. He has it for ages on his face. Yeah. It's so bad. And it's so green. It's like paint with some stuff in it. It's, it's so gross. I hated it. What about you, Eels? I... I don't know. Um... I guess the inaccuracy with Eunice Kennedy being dead, that's funny to me like come on guys get it together there must be some law we don't know some Eunice law yeah, I didn't have time to read her whole Wikipedia page because she did a lot of shit um, which is like good for her <laughs> well, if anyone knows write in please don't <laughs> I almost said please don't that's mean you can do that it's fine yeah, yeah why not <laughs> Well, I think mine is um, half how gross everything is. Uh-huh. Like, I understand why it has to be like that, uh-huh. but, like, it's so unpleasant to watch. Yeah. Um, and then the other half is, like, all the stuff that we already talked about with, like, Bobby and disability, like, that that kind of – this episode oh, yeah. is so great, and that plot line kind of – like, it's been threaded through this season and it's kind of tainting this episode. Um, I don't know, like, how to fix it, but it just doesn't feel – right i don't think um what about your heart lockets what's inside those these this week well my heart locket is um 
when <laughs> when um Bobby is explaining about like oh yeah um Chicago is gonna be wiped off the map and like three million people are gonna die. <laughs> Just this is right after Dina goes like please give us good news. And so Bobby says this <laughs> and Dean goes, huh? And Cass Cass, some sitting on like a bookcase goes, I don't understand your definition of good news. And also <laughs> you see Dean raise his head like Ugh, rolling his <laughs> eyes like yes! He's like Ugh. like you yeah, they, those two are in such a weird place after like the fight. <laughs> like, I don't even they're just, think like, of that. They're not. They're not where they were before. <laughs> I think they're fine. I just thought it was funny that he's like annoyed that the cast is not getting it. It was like, no, cast doesn't get things. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> like, how about you get on his wavelength for once? Oh, once. Uh... Just for really just one goddamn time. <laughs> just how about, about you? you? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many. I really love the phone call. Uh, when he yeah calls Dean. First of all, uh, Sam has a pretty sweet moment where Dean is like, "Oh, hi, Cass," and Sam is like, "Is he okay?" And I'm like, "Aw, didn't he just call you an abomination?" Recently, <laughs> um, which In the is past very month. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. I thought he was uh, dead. He was. They were worried. It's just like so, Cass is just so excellent. And then Dina's like, "Are you okay?" And Cass is like, "No, nah." <laughs> <laughs> and then I love the bit when Dean's like, "You want to elaborate?" I love that. <laughs> like, well, it's just like they're yeah. so they're so very good. good like that that conversation is like so great. And then just like yeah. Cass with his little scrape on his eye because you know he's human and he can't heal it and. Uh, he's in his little hospital gown. Also, when no he's way. like, the doctors thought I was brain dead, so they're very confused or whatever he says to that. <laughs> yeah, and like the fact that he rocked up on some random fishing boat. Yeah, he just appeared. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we saw that. I wish like, we saw that. That would have been so fun. <laughs> they're like, apparently it upset the sailors, which is really good. That's a cast thing, you would say. Uh you gotta love it, man. Just love it. Love that phone call. So great. Can you just picture him, like, slopped on the deck like a fish? Like a fish, yes. And, like, presumably, like, bleeding with his chest yeah. all carved up. Chest all carved up. <laughs> Not doing so good. Uh, Blasted to king- kingdom come, or at least, I think, Delacroix is what they say. Yeah, where's that? I don't have no idea where that's yeah. supposed to be. How about you, Ella? Um, me. Okay. Hmm. Uh, wow. Okay, Ella, so did like, you not like pick one ahead too of many, time? Weird. Too many, too many good cast moments. Oh, so unusual. I've already said the things that I <sighs> kind of thought. Um, maybe I'll be selfish and, because it's my locket. Yeah. And I can choose what's in there. Yeah. Um, it is the, like, uh, the end connections and like the implications of um Cass like being you know quote unquote human um that is just so juicy and obviously we see that played out a lot more in the show but um yeah just all that is just fun for my brain like it makes me do a little dance you know <laughs> all or, or for real right now 
Do your dance. Do a dance. You're standing up. Yeah, there you go. Do a dance. <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> I can't. And it's. it's I can feel me. it though. It's killing me that I can't see it. <laughs> you can probably my my mic will probably actually pick up like my material so. moving and I really cord. do. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> um alrighties. Well to bloody talk about supernatural for a second. Um we are not skipping any episodes. We are going straight into the finale. It's one song. Um which is gonna be super interesting. Uh At all, by the, by the yeah. Way. Any any thoughts on how, how that's gonna go? <laughs> the finale? I've watched it. I know how it goes, but I don't know how. I think it's works probably there. fine. They probably win. Probably Live happily ever okay. after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one's Beat gonna the be devil. dead. Beat the devil. Yeah. Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. It's fine. We're gonna be fine. There's 15 seasons, so I'm hoping you know, unless <laughs> they find new main characters like they like they do on other shows where they're like our procedural character, our procedural actors act as in a different procedural now. So we have to move on yeah. to different actors. Different like David Boreanaz, he just kind of jumped from show to show for the last, like, 25 years. He's never been unemployed. Good for him. I know. Good for him. The man stays working. Now he's on some shite Navy SEAL TV show, though, and it's a little, That's like, meh. It's no Bones, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not... Oh, my yeah. God, did you watch Bones? It's no Angel the Series. I was obsessed with Bones. I was watching I was Bones like, in like 2012. Yeah, Early same. Bones. Like when it was airing, I was watching it like week to week and I was like, if these people don't kiss, I'm gonna fucking I'm die. gonna explode. I need to rewatch it actually. <laughs> Excuse me while I go look at the Why fucking episode where they actually admit that they're in love with each other and then Bones is like, but I can't, like we can't, like I can't do this. Oh. And then they're just like not together. I was like, ah! <laughs> killing, 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 killing. <laughs> I was like, Wait, guys, I'm, I'm taking over. Like we can't. <laughs> cinema. I was I like, this is everything. I need to know if I can watch it or I like legally somewhere or I have to like on Disney Plus. Cool. So I'll just pirate it. Somewhere. I've, I've Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. Fuck those people. Um, that episode though is called like the parts in the hole or something like that. Oh my god, it's so crazy. That's also like right about around when I'm pretty sure Booth is dealing with like that brain tumor. God about that. That makes him hallucinate stuff. Oh, wow. He sees Stewie from South Park at one point. Yeah. <laughs> what? What a show. Oh, my God. Do you remember Angela? Angela, my bestie Angela? Of course. Do I remember Angela? <laughs> Guys. Angela and Hodgins are, like, another, like, all-time couple. Really good. Guys. It's... <laughs> Everybody watch Bones. What? <laughs> what, Ella? What could we be doing wrong? <laughs> We've been recording for two and a half hours, and I'm just saying that like maybe right now is probably not a good time for the Bones chat. Um, I'm I'm really happy that you guys uh, both watched this be show. A good time for Bones chat, always a good time. Boo. I'm sorry for bringing up David Boreanaz. Yeah, that was on you. Oh man. Yeah. All right. What a guy. Good for him. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. Um. Also, I'm pretty sure you said these at the start of the app, but I I'll did. say them again. again. Um, you can talk to us on Twitter and Tumblr at the Castcast, and you can email us at thecastcast at gmail.com. Not dot com, gmail.com. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my- 
if you I looked that up when Osa said it. There. So <laughs> I weird. looked it up because I was like, is that anything? But it's not anything. No, we could it's buy that domain. I should free buy domain. that domain. Interesting. No. I'm thinking about it. Surely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, we will see you next week. Bye. Love you. Love you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Elsa does not love you. I said love you. Elsa, are you with us? I said love you. Can you guys hear me still? Did you? I did. You, we, I definitely didn't hear you say love you until just. Well, it's fine. Then, I'll just say it again. Yeah. Saying that you said it. I said bye, love you. And if I didn't say it, I can just edit that in now. You know why? Because I'm fucking 40 chessing it. You're the god of this. Fuck yeah, I am. Catch you guys next week. Uh, so there's there's no outtakes this this episode, guys. It's already late because of <laughs> um power grid things and and the outtakes. Something happened. Ella's file is too strong, so Ella's file keeps overtaking Jess and my tracks in my editor. And at this point, I just want to get it out of the editor because I'm scared that in the end this will be an Ella show but but she won't have anyone to make jokes off of and then she'll just be bouncing around alone and you know she would hate that Ella likes company so I have to get out of here um for that reason bye